Over the past few weeks, we have lived through unprecedented times. And in the past week, over 3 million people have filed for unemployment. Because of the need for physical distancing, which we know tactically is the best way to respond to the threat of this viral pandemic, many businesses have had to change the way that they operate. Some of them have not been able to operate at all. And when you can't serve your customers, they don't pay you. And when they don't pay you, you can't pay your workers. And therefore, you have to let them go. And so we have many people who have lost their jobs or who have seen their work drastically cut over the last couple of weeks, so they've lost income as well. And this is a real problem that calls for a real response on our part. But it also shows us something important. It shows us all the ways in which we seek security in this temporary, earthly life. And money is just one of them. Most of us, if we have the means, we are going to try to save. We're going to be disciplined and diligent and save for a rainy day like this one. But some people can't do that because of their poverty, because they haven't been taught how to save. And so they live paycheck to paycheck. And these people are facing some real hardship right now. And then, of course, consider the entire insurance industry. When you go to rent an apartment from a landlord, the landlord requires of you a security deposit. But we make security deposits for ourselves all the time. We have auto insurance and health insurance and all kinds of other insurance, if we can afford it, that gives us a sense of security if something bad would happen. And we can even use relationships as a kind of security deposit. Sometimes we will join a group or an organization in order to have a certain sense of security. But just as the economy can fail us, sometimes those relationships can fail us. Sometimes those groups can fail us. Or consider education as another way we try to make a little security deposit in this life. And we pursue a degree from a reputable school. Why? To try to secure, to make more secure, the possibility or probability of getting a good job when we're done with school. But as many graduates of the class of 2020 are finding out now, their prospects for employment are looking a little bit more bleak than they had expected. God speaks to us today with a word that he has spoken to us from time immemorial to say to us, although your other security deposits might fail, I am your ultimate security. And we've known this. This is not new news. We've known it for a long time, ever since humans have walked the earth. We know that this life is passing and transitory. And we heard in the epistle today about a figure named Melchizedek. And he's a prefiguration of Christ. He's actually pictured in the altar of our churches because of his priestly function. And it's the function of the priest to remind the people how much their security depends on God. To remind them that our hope is in the Lord who made heaven and earth and not in anything in this world. And we hear in the epistle that we have a hope 
that is a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. An anchor not cast into the sand beneath the waves of a wine-dark sea, but into a place that is holy and heavenly, into which Jesus went as our high priest. And so, as we consider the various accounts in which we have placed earthly security deposits and see them diminishing or dropping in some way, it's a good time for us to reflect that we have a spiritual account that was opened for us at our baptism with a deposit not of money, but of grace. And in the liturgical texts, that's how baptism is called, a deposit of grace. And this deposit of grace is not of this world. But just as with a bank account, you have to be careful not to incur fees from the institution, we have to be careful not to incur fees. And every time we sin, a fee is assessed on our spiritual account. To mitigate those fees, to mitigate those sins, we have repentance and confession. The longer you let it go, the bigger the cost will be. And so when we sin, we have to come to repent. We have to come to confess so that we can attend to spiritual investments. Yes, these are the things I talk about all the time. They are the practices of the faith. Prayer, fasting, acts of love and mercy, reading scripture. Those are spiritual investments. Through working with God and God working with us, he can give us an increase according to his will of grace. And then he can make distributions, not just to us, because this is not like an earthly bank account where it's all yours. The grace is always his. Which brings us back to those three million people who just filed for unemployment and something practical for you to do. This week, I want you to conduct three audits. First thing I want you to audit are the accounts into which you have placed security deposits. Ask yourselves, are these heavenly or earthly? If they've gone up, give thanks to God that he's been good to you. And if they've gone down, give thanks to God that he's reminded you that there's only one eternally secure deposit. The second thing I want you to audit is the word of God. Now, how do you audit the word of God? Well, the word audit comes from the word to hear. So I want you to listen to the word of God, especially the Psalms. The third thing I want you to audit are your neighbors. Because if you remember, Christ told us the two greatest commandments are to love him and to love our neighbor. So I literally want you to go next door, knock on your neighbor's door, take a couple steps back to be physically distant, and when they open, have a conversation with them and ask them, how are you doing? Do you have everything you need? And if they're out of toilet paper and you have two rolls, give them a roll. And trust that God will provide for you. This is how it works, people. We have to take care of our neighbors. So I want you to do that this week. Have a conversation with them. Share and serve to the extent that you're able, not so that you have nothing, but share to the extent that you're able and trust God to take care of you. And if we do this, perhaps God will give us a miracle. If we do this, God willing and by his grace, if he helps us to see the real treasure we have in him, and he gives us 
the grace to love more truly, then something amazing could happen. The fear that so many people feel, the fear that some of us may feel, will be transformed so that we no longer fear the loss of our earthly security deposits, but we fear the loss of Him, our God. We fear the loss of the experience of Him. In that holy fear, we commit ourselves to lives of repentance in which we are cleansed and through which we will receive hope and love from God. Amen.